I mean, seriously, is it just me or are there a lot of Greater Western Sydney fans coming out of the woodwork now? More than likely. <laughs> Saw some dudes at work wearing jerseys today. Oh, tryhards. Well, they were pretty convincing when they said they'd, they'd been supporting them through the year. Yeah. Did they wear Swanee's gear though as well? They may have been ex-Swanee fans. Mm. To the tune of two weeks, who knows? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> oh, good on them. I've seen a lot of funny memes though. You know, sort of picture of an empty airport saying all their fans. Yeah, I saw that. Them off. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> to the AFL grand final. They, I saw in the news today that they reckon there's going to be a spike in violence tomorrow. <laughs> oh, the like domestic violence? Just violence in general. <laughs> Just get ready to rumble. Something like that, yeah. Well, I mean, the AFL's been pretty bad this year with the reports of fighting and stands and brawls and all sorts of shit. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's been pretty bad. Like, bad enough to make the NRL look good? Well, nobody's been turning up to any of the NRL games, so... That's a way to solve the problems. Yep, just ban everyone. Zero crowds. Well, actually, say that, there was a couple of games in um, Europe that happened uh, during the League of Nations um, this year. That... League of Nations sounds like a superhero Yeah, I don't team. know if it's called... I'm, I may have got that wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the League of Nations, anyway. Football, I take it. Yeah, soccer. Yeah, football. Um, and there was a couple of games in, and these crowds had been they banned. They weren't allowed to have any crowds at the games because of. Um, I think what had happened was like a couple of years back, like they turned up to the ground and the, and the supporters had like burnt Nazi symbols into the into the grass or some shit. So they're like, right, no, no more. No empty empty yeah. stadium. And I watched one of the games. It was fucking weird, man. No, it was just an empty stadium except yep. for the manager. And the managing staff and the team. And so all you could hear is a manager just yelling at the team. That's all you could hear. It's just fucking bizarre to watch it on TV. Must have been weird to play. It's a pretty effective punishment though, I think. Yeah, so they got banned for like four home games or whatever. And because Damn. because they never have any home games, it's like lasted for like three and a half years or some <laughs> shit. It's, it, was one of like, it wasn't Croatia, but it was one of those sort of mid... Not, I was going to say Middle Eastern, I mean... What do they call them? Eastern European. Eastern European, that's it. Or Balkan. One of those scrub countries. <laughs> As a club, you'd have to be worried if your fans are displaying neo-Nazi tendencies though, right? Yeah. Like, you want to stomp that out, surely. There's a lot... There's actually a lot of racism and um, anti-Semitism going on in soccer at the moment that they keep reporting on. Like, there's a fucking shitload of it. And people are just going, oh, we're not racist. We're just trying to put people off their game. And it's it's during a game, it's it's... All's fair in love and war. Oh, gee. That's what they're saying. It's like banter. You can say whatever you want in banter. It's no, well, no holds barred. Yeah. I've had that chat with people about what, what the line is for for a sledge. How far can you go before it's, you know, you've you've gone, you've crossed the line. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most people today agree that racism's probably not on. No, probably not. It actually brings me on to another topic, though, that I wanted to talk about. Go for it. Redheaded racism. Sure. Being called a ranger. Yep. Is 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 redhead a race? No, but when people say, "Oh, let's kick a ginger baby," or you know, yep. treat it like a redheaded stepchild, or um, yep. or they call someone a ranger. I mean, is it? It's almost as bad as just calling an Indian a packy. Really, isn't it? <laughs> um, look, I I think it sort of falls pretty solidly in that you know bullying category. Yeah. So what happened today? was we were somewhere, I'll keep names out of it, but um, my wife's a redhead, 
and um, we were talking to someone from a real estate agent, mm. and she was just like, "Yeah, now it looks like your baby because my my daughter's looks like she's getting a bit strawberry blonde, possibly ginger." And um, the woman goes, "Oh yeah, I wanted wanted my son to to go ranger, but it didn't happen." And I'm just like, "What? So you weren't happy they said ranger?" It's it's not on. It's not in this day and age. It's not. It's starting to be like it's not on really. Taking a stand. Yeah, a little. I don't like it. I mean, if I'm not allowed to say something and not mean anything by it, then why is everyone else allowed to say shit like that? But it's okay. I can't argue. I mean, it did take a bit of work to get you to stop saying midget. Oh, I haven't stopped saying midget. For the same reasons, right? <laughs> I haven't stopped saying midget. So, I mean, is that... But that's factual. Is that hypocritical, that's, though? No, that's factual. There's a difference. Oh, dude. I'm not saying it to be derogatory. I'm just saying <coughs> that they're short. Like a midget. <laughs> Pretty sure it's unanimous at this point that the little people have said that it's an offensive term. They're not into it. How is it no worse than calling them little people? Oh, that's just... I don't know. I think that's more derogatory in my well, I think there's, there's history to, to the... What was that, M-word? Well, well, <laughs> well instead it, of calling them little people, why don't you just call them people? Yeah, probably a fair point, but... That's, so they, but that's the thing. Like, why single them out for one thing, but, if they're but telling, you can't single them out for something else? No, no, but if they're telling you one's offensive and one's not, then... Who's they? Like, have you heard somebody actually say that to you? Like, have you heard... a little person say that to you I've seen it on TV programs I just but the exact same thing you're saying about redheaded people is what they're saying okay I'm just gonna say I, I find it a little bit whatever I'm just saying <laughs> I, look I don't go up to someone and say it to them I wouldn't go up to a little person and say oh you're midget or anything like that but it seems to be okay for people to go up to anybody to just go up to someone who's got red hair and go ranger I'm saying none of it's okay but I'm saying society still hasn't <laughs> caught up yet and found out that they're still singling somebody out and it's not on. I'm not singling anybody out. I'll call you a midget if you're shorter than me. Just because you're shorter than me, not because you're a dwarf or but I'm taller, whatever yeah. the word is that you'd like to use. Taller and I'm just, no, and you're not taller handsome. than me. But regardless of that, I'm, I'm seven foot, y'all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am taller than you. How tall are you? 5'10"? <laughs> you're not taller than me. I'm 5'10 and a half. <laughs> Very convenient. And a half. Yep. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so you're gonna have a, a respect respect the redhead day? No, I just I just didn't like it. I just find it a little bit. It's it, you know if ben, if I was if I was married to a black person and they just said, oh yeah, I wish my kid was an N word, would that be okay? Nope. No, I'm not so justifying any of it. No, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm saying, what are you gonna do about it? What can I do about it? Ban redhead matches. That's insulting. Disrespectful, is it? I'm asking you. But they're factual. I'm not bothered if it's factual. But when you call someone a ranger, which is basically calling them an orangutan, <laughs> it's it, it's just it's it's the same as calling a black person a monkey, really, isn't it? It's exactly the same, it really. But the orangutan's the wisest of the apes. Ah, oh, okay, so that makes it okay then. No, I'm just. <laughs> I just want to say orangutan. Oh, you want to say it like David Attenborough? Like the weird way he says it? I think he would know. <laughs> How many of those has he touched inappropriately over the years? Uh, well, actually, that brings me on to my second me, subject. Me, me about... too for the apes. Uh, <laughs> pronunciations. This was something that got on my goat this week. Okay. 
So um, <laughs> pronouncing words and doing it incorrectly really drives me up the fucking wall. And there's a few that I'm going to single out to start with. Scone. Right. I hate it when people say scone. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for you. Why it bothers me? How do you <laughs> How do you spell cone? C O N E. Right. So when you put an S at the beginning of it, what is that? It's a scone. If it was a scone, it would be S C O N. There'd be no E in it. So if you don't like fucking using the English language, find another one to use. That's my number one that I don't like. I think I think it's important to acknowledge at the outset that the English language is pretty fucked up. Yeah. But if, you know, let's use words properly. It's scone. The other one that pisses me off is when people say arksk. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty uh, How have you just universal. made a really simple word more complicated just and harder to say? Three letters and you've mixed them up. Well, you're not, and you've added an extra one. You've got two Ks in there. How the fuck does that work? The arks you something. Uh, and they've made it harder to say. I don't, I, I just don't get it. And the well, other one is well, something... <laughs> put the K on it. <laughs> Where's the fucking K come from? <laughs> well, how about this one where you've got perhaps not a right or wrong answer, but you just have a difference of pronunciation. Like some people would say bath, some people say bath. Well, you see, well, yeah, I, I can see, yeah. Is that is that a problem for you, or is no? That... That's no, it, no, because it's still kind of right. Scone's pretty close. To no, that. it's not. It's not even anywhere close to being right. There's kind of two options there. It's, there's not two options. There's not two options. It's so who? The way it's spelt. The way it's spelt determines the way it's said. That's probably true for about a third of words in English. The rest of it's just traps and trickery. Well, I'm I'm, I'm calling it out. It's scone because it's cone with an S at the beginning. Scone. So we're going to respect the redheads. Respect the scones. Stop saying axk. You better ax somebody. Or I'm going to go and get something. <laughs> what is that about? Like, it's got, it's easier to say something. Um, what about when people like drop the end of it or if someone said something? Okay, I'd rather that than something. Yeah. I think, I don't know. So it's when they, someone's gone to the extra effort to pronounce it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. That's logic there. I can't argue with that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see how when you say bath and bath, like, that's different. And then, yep. see, I say garage. I say car hole. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a carport, a car hole? Well, a carport doesn't have walls. It's just a roof. Fair enough. Hey, you talk about carports. When I was down in Tasmania, it was really weird. People had carports with a garage door in front of them. <laughs> but there were no sides or back to it. It was fucking bizarre. It's like it was really common. Yeah, we saw it in heaps of places. It was so fucking weird. Maybe they're just like the walls are on layaway. Oh, it was bizarre. <laughs> Got a payment plan in place. So, what could it be? Like just anti theft? I don't know. But the funny thing was, there's a house getting built down the road from us at the moment. It's on like one of those ones that's on pillars, like really high up. Oh, like. And it's got the like a Queensland style yeah, yeah. pillars, and they've. I think they were gonna build a garage at the front at, underneath it, so they put the garage doors in the front. Yeah, nothing else in. Yeah, it's yeah. just completely open all the way around the rest of the underneath <laughs> the house. It's completely pointless. Wow, they're really taking uh, climate change seriously, hey? 
Yeah. They're building their house on stilts, getting ready. Oh, it is down near the lake too, right yeah. next onto the lake. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> well, they reckon, what is it, in like 30 or 50 years, the water could be like, I oh know, 100 years, be, the water's going to be like five metres higher. Well, I mean, this has been one of the big stories of the week, the old climate change. We've had the big summit in New York with the UN. Yep. Had a lot of uh, conservative politicians expressing their views. Yep. A lot of gronks arcing up at a 16-year-old girl whose only passion seems to be saving the planet that we all live on. <laughs> What's your take, Dave? I didn't like her speech. I thought she over-dramatised it a little. I didn't even listen to the speech. I watched it. It was a little bit dramatised. She was like she was going to burst out crying. Yeah, but she didn't. Mm. I don't know. I mean, somebody did put a good meme up on Facebook which kind of rung true. Mm. She's at the UN like near crying and oh you stole my dreams and then there's they put underneath it like pictures of like third world country kids just like right in, in the fucking dirt so what do you think the message was there the message was you got nothing to fucking whinge about bitch what do you think happens to the little African kids when there's a increase in droughts yeah well <laughs> yeah but that's the point like they're already doing it tough and she's whinging and, and she's... what do you think happens when the climate gets worse all these privileged I've got to say Dave shit meme you should have thought a bit more about I didn't that make the fucking meme I just agreed with it anyway whatever but it's not like these politicians do anything about didn't Trump walk out on the speech I'm not sure he had other things on his plate this week as well gonna get his ass impeached well, possibly. But, it, won't, it won't happen. It's bullshit. <laughs> well, nothing's stuck so far. No. It's but, like fucking Teflon Trump. Teflon Don, I think, is <laughs> what he's been labelled in no, the past. It? Yeah. But, yeah, the climate change thing is an interesting one. It's just become another way of me filtering out people I don't want to be getting posts from on Facebook anymore. So, are you pro all the pro save the planet yeah yeah I reckon let's give it a shot are you all, are you all in <laughs> what sort of question is that are you, okay are you all in for the fucking all the um, all the marches and shit they've had I think it's great do you yeah would you think it was great if you were trying to get someone they fucking block the whole road off oh look <laughs> that's a very specific question me personally mm. I'd still be sympathetic would I, you? Think, I think it's a worthy cause so if you were on your way to work and you got stuck in the middle of fucking town because there's a bunch of fucking dirty hippies laying in the fucking road. Would you be happy with that, would you? I'd be okay with it. Would you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. Man. If you... If you manage to get stuck in Wollongong because one intersection was closed, you got bigger problems. <laughs> it's not a tough one to solve, you know what I mean? It is when you're in a stretch limousine with a trailer on the fucking back. <laughs> you say you actually got stuck? Or no, I could, no, I didn't. I didn't because I knew it was on and so I bypassed it, but I reckon it would have sucked if I didn't fucking know about it. And I just drove straight down Kembla Street and then I'd be stuck in the fucking shit. Yeah. No, look, I think it's fair enough that young people should have a say in how this shit plays out because all the boomers that have screwed up the planet, they're going to be dead soon. So yep. they're kind of like, Fuck you guys. We, you know we what annoys me about that too? They're going to make the planet worse even when they're dead. Well, because they all want to be cremated, which is more fucking <laughs> fucking the environment up even more. Yeah, they should I'm, feed them. Feed them to the fucking, like, 
all the animals that can't get food at the moment feed, feed the dead people well I've, I've told you how I want to be disposed of when I no there, there's um this isn't my idea but it's important to set it up in Mongolian culture there's a concept called the sky burial so when grandma croaks whatever happens she chokes on a yak bone you take her out to the mountains to a plateau lay her out you know it's kind of respectful little ceremony but basically you're putting the body out there all these eagles come down and have a chomp strip all the flesh eat it all up but for the Mongolians you know it's that circle of life sort of aspect to it my concept though is to give that an Australian twist you have a shark burial get yourself a fishing boat sharks don't want to eat dead fucking flesh they want to kill it and eat it no no you go out in the fishing boat tow me behind the boat start chumming the water you know chucking out some blood and guts and stuff get the get the sharks to come in you know get a good good speed going and then big spectacular boom shark comes chomp nibble me up until there's nothing left you're a fucking maniac it's exactly the same as the sky burial I'll just be happy to get buried <laughs> as if it matters at that point though right well I don't know I just don't my, my personal belief is go nuts like we were talking about organ donation they can have whatever they whatever they need so you, you're prepared to don- donate your organs to take food away from a hungry shark <laughs> <laughs> no no well this is what I'm saying like this could be the maybe maybe that's what we should do instead of like that's our stance against globalisation no sorry um, global climate change sure everyone should just stop donating their organs and their blood and start like, weaning these people out a little bit like so the population gets a bit smaller straight to the <laughs> eugenics again you want to thin out the population selectively well I'm not saying selectively <coughs> just, let, just let nature do its, its thing like I'm not saying oh we'll just fucking throw them all in a bush or whatever I'm just saying like so you say no more modern medicine just survival of the fittest let's go back to the way things were but I mean, that's the natural way. <laughs> that's the theme of all these post-apocalyptic sort of TV shows and films, though, right? All these stories is based on that question of once society breaks down, and it's been proven that it doesn't take much for that to happen. <laughs> it wouldn't take a lot. Right? Look, yeah. You look at a few drunk people at a football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, all of a sudden the petrol runs out. There's no food in the supermarkets. What happens, right? It's like that descent into anarchy and what you suggested like survival of the the fittest the strongest is what happens mm. so you got groups of marauders going around taking what they want innocent people getting their shit ruined you know it's bad times I'm not saying I'm not saying any of that stuff I'm just saying you want to accelerate that process no no I'm not, no, <laughs> I'm not saying let's go around fucking looting and shit like that I'm just saying just one little thing no more no more Organ donation. Just like, you know, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm just saying like that could be one way of, like, let's be honest, the, the fucking world is overpopulated. Yeah, so the the, the current view, the, the science, the research, the um, all, all the humanitarian experiences taught us that the the better conditions people live in, the higher educated they are, the fewer children they have. This this is a trend that's been proven around the world. It's an idiocracy. No, nothing to do with that. But it's, it rings true a little bit, doesn't it? One, one of the reasons why someone would have eight kids is if they're not confident that half of them are going to survive. 
right? If you don't have <clears throat> access to good medical care, well, that's, that's not why people have eight kids these days. The people have the reason people have eight kids these days is because they're fucking stupid and they don't learn the lesson from the first mistake they've had. Well, I'm talking about you know people that are living in developing nations as well, right? And that's a big part of it: the education of how do you even practice contraception, stuff like that. Yeah. So when you're looking at the countries that are grossly overpopulated, they fit that bill, right? Mm. That overpopulation is not happening in a place like Australia. It's happening in places like Bangladesh, China, China. Well, China famously one child policy, right? Yeah. um, Not bad policy, really. (laughs) You might have to ask the people of China. I don't know. I think they've more or less done away with it now. I think I read that it's pretty much open to... It's open slather, no? Not that it's open slather, but... They're building up a war chest of people. That's what they're doing. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) To um, get a special exemption, you just got to know the right people or grease the right palm sort of deal. Yeah. Well, all these things I'm saying, they're obviously a little bit jokey. I'm not serious about, you know... But what it's linked to is you you can see and recognise that there's problems now. Sorry. Going to be problems down the track. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. Yeah. Come and say... (laughs) You've got to say something. Say hello. I was just talking about you, redhead. Nothing. Crickets. So, from from what you can see of the world, you, you can recognise that it's not going the right way, right? We're potentially heading for this type of disaster. Well, I think we've been heading this way a long, t- long way. Mm-hmm. Well. But still, you've got the leaders of the world seem determined to pretend like it's not a thing. I don't think they pretend it's not a thing. I think they're just too fucking egotistical to actually do something about it. Yeah. Or, think... or too greedy or... Well, yeah. Um, late stage capitalism's not the best vehicle for doing something altruistic. No. It's not... If it doesn't turn a profit, then why? No, and this is the problem <laughs> when you get a president in the US that's all about fucking making a dollar the he's grift not, he's not gonna oh yeah let's let's stop making money and no he's a fucking idiot no um with stupid hair <laughs> busy doing crimes uh yeah look <laughs> what when you said busy doing crimes I just immediately <laughs> went to gripping, busy grabbing people's crotch well again I mean, it's remarkable that some of that track record, that character, got got the job, right? I mean, what does that say about the people? What are they been... thinking, man? Yeah. But then you could easily say the same thing about Brexit and what's going on in the UK. It's a farce. Freaking Boris Johnson in charge. But nobody voted for that chump. Well, yeah, it's a fair call. That's the problem. And, and from all the English people I've spoken to, they're all fucking furious. It's and horrifying, yeah. And they're like, this is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> well... They, they, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that they've got an opposition that's just going, well, we're not going to let you do anything, but we're not going to let you go to a general election either to get it sorted out. So we're just this stalemate. They're just fucking idiots. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yep. Pretty much. So, I mean, dictator for a day, David do a better job. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what. You have to do worse. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I thought. When you're saying free dictator, I was just going to say ice creams for everyone for the day. But then I just realised, did you hear the news? 
<laughs> What's that? Ice, you like, ice cream related. Do you like golden gay times? They're pretty good. Do you like Krispy Kreme donuts? Uh, overrated, but yeah, they're okay. So do you know that you can get a Krispy Kreme donut golden gay time now? Okay. But you know what's even better? You can get a golden gay time Krispy Kreme donut as well. Right, so it's an elaborate cross-promotion. It's... I, I, I need one in my life. S- sponsored by the company that makes insulin. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone's going to be diabetic. I'd love one. Just saying. Don't know where that came from. Talking about communism and all the rest of it. And next thing you know, donuts. Just just have a banana instead, mate. It's better for you. Oh, I'm fucking hungry for cake now. <laughs> what a cake. Oh, man. So I, I, I had to mow the lawn this week. Yeah, well, we're getting into this warmer weather, so, so starting it's, to sprout up. So it's going to be something you're going to have to start doing on a regular basis. Yeah. Just want to know what your thoughts are on mowing the lawn. Are you a fan? Because I've heard people going, oh, I don't mind mowing the lawn. I like it. I'll be honest. I fucking hate it. I hate doing the lawn. <laughs> I'd be happy to concrete my whole fucking garden. <laughs> well, at my place, there's really two sort of ways of looking at it. There's the top lawn which is civilized and I actually don't mind doing. It ends up looking pretty good. But then there's the backyard where it gets really steep and it's like the Wild West out there. That part, I don't enjoy as much. It's hard, hard yakka. I mean, just mowing the lawn in general, I'll be honest, I hate, I just, it's, I just dislike it. I think because I first started mowing lawns when I was quite young, I sort of got the hang of it pretty quick, but find it to be one of those uh, sort of, one of those sort of, times where you can be introspective and think about stuff a bit like when you're in the shower sometimes i guess where you've got that just clarity of thought just a bit of isolation yeah i, I usually just put some music on in my headphones and oh well you're mowing yeah i've never even tried that yeah i'll just put my earbuds in and just right. listen to music and so does that mean you just on? like smash it out as fast as you can just to get it over and done with i do smash it out as quickly as i can but i i tend to it's probably the only time i'll public sing <laughs> I like it. I'll just have a bit of a sing along with what everyone listening. Got a very to. clear mental image of this. Yeah, it's making me smile. <laughs> um, I've never tried the music, but I I like to take my time with it as well. Like I'm doing, nah. I'm, do, I'm doing edges. I'm do, I do the edges and everything, but I just I I'm just pulling fucking out pulling out, out weeds as I go. Fuck that! I don't do weeds. That's Catherine's job. Do you catch or mulch, Dave? So it depends on the grass. So <laughs> how the, long it is? Well, the front because it's fucking half dead. Just because of the drought and everything. It's mulch it. I mulch that. <laughs> because there's fucking nothing there. Because it was literally just... I don't even know why I mowed it. It was just getting all the scraggly bits up because there's a few long bits. Well, you want the scraggly stuff to be the, an even length. Yeah. So I just... <laughs> anyway, so I mulched... But the back... The back I, I caught because it was... It was like a fucking rainforest out there. Yeah. Because I'd left it too long. And, and it was a bit fucking wet when I mowed it too. And that's... Ah, oh. uh, yeah. That's no good. Everything just gets well, clumped, it was, it, clumped together. It hadn't rained for a few days, but obviously because it was it gotten a little bit too long. Just holding the moisture. Yeah, like a, it was a bit of a pain in the dick, but anyway. Well, all, all the lawn care guides say you should only be taking a third of the blade when you cut the lawn. Oh, well, that back, it was probably about eight tenths of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not it's not great for the... Well, I should have mowed it sooner, if I'm honest with you, but I've just been a bit busy. Um, one patch of our lawn had gotten that way, and I... We'll get the the whippersnipper out, yeah, and do like a like a long cut when it's like that. Try and look after it. Yeah. Do you remember that time you were moving out at Campbellwara and we had to mow the grass <laughs> out the back? That was fucking bullshit. And you ended up getting a fucking nail through your foot yeah. or some shit, didn't you? I had to go and get a tetanus shot. Was that from mowing the lawn, or was that the, the night the night afterwards when we were breaking wood? 
Yeah, I think you might be right. Separate incidents. You're breaking wood and you fucking put your foot straight through a fucking nail. Yeah, or something. Same back, same backyard though. Yeah, but I do remember you were moving out and we had to mow the lawn and it was probably about two feet high, and the mower just couldn't hack it. It was fucking mental. Yeah, just like conk out because it was choking on so much grass. Yeah, I think we got it done in the end, but yeah, I think it looked good. Pity to move out after that. Two days later, it would have just been like just. Dead grass on the clumps of wall clippings. <laughs> Probably would have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't mind the the, the lawnmower. No, I've never liked it. Yeah, the the nastiest job on our block is um, fucking one of the neighbours. It's a rental and it's pretty much like a jungle over there. But there's like some patches where there's fucking lantana that grows over the fence. It's fucked. I don't know what lantana is. It's the real scratchy, invasive stuff that grows really quick. Right, okay. It has like these little pink and white flowers. Okay. But the the branches are just covered in thorns. So anytime you try and clear it, you you get scratched up. You tried rained up? Yeah, well, it's... (laughs) I don't know what the etiquette is of spraying over the fence with Roundup, but it would probably solve the problem. I've got a feeling that you can even dob in people that have a noxious weed in their yard. The council comes and makes them clean it up. Nope. Not unless it's a certain height. I've tried that. This stuff's pretty hardcore, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah well, you could try. Yeah. Give it a go. <laughs> Here's a callback for you, Dave. Here we go. I saw a story today about a frozen baby. <sighs> No, refresh everyone. We need to go back to this. Refresh everyone's memory. What was your frozen frozen baby story? Well, I didn't. I don't have a frozen baby story. Just there was some you told people, one. There was some people that I know of that live in Murrum Bateman that froze a fetus. That name, was in their freezer. His name was Cletus. <laughs> well, no, you 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 <laughs> made that part up. But the kids, or like the other kids that were from the family, used to say that their brother or sister—I can't remember what it was—was was in the freezer. <laughs> it was fucking bizarre. So I saw an article this week about a as a guy in the US who'd been caring for his elderly mother. She was uh, pretty much on her way out and eventually did die. And um, he was cleaning out her apartment and he remembered that there was this box that's just always been in her freezer for like the last 20 years. Right. And no one's ever known what was in it, but no one really paid that much attention to it. So he's like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll have a look in the box. Um, he called up his sister and said, "Oh, remember that box? I'm going to have a you know come over. We'll have a look. Oh, like a family event. We'll like we'll unveil the box. Right? He, <laughs> he he almost did that, but he was like, oh, okay, let's just have a look. Open it up, wrapped up in a little blanket, frozen little baby. That's fucking depressing, man. The the article went on to sort of elaborate about this woman's life. She'd sort of been doing it rough, you know, had had multiple marriages." you know I think seven kids to different sort of fathers along the way some had been adopted all that sort of stuff so it was a bit of a whodunit they sort of unraveled it all and figured that it might have been kind of her first pregnancy when she was still like uh, you know pretty young strict Catholic family so had hid the pregnancy right and then yeah like given birth to the baby and panicked and that was it apparently it happens uh, a lot it sounds like one of those things when somebody goes oh I've got a really bad stomach I need to go to the toilet and then baby comes out and they didn't even know they were pregnant 
Yeah, that does happen apparently. Um, so yeah, kind of a sad story, but frozen baby, thought of you. Thanks. <laughs> well, that, that was depressing. Yeah, there wasn't really a happy ending to that story. No. Anyway, let's move on because that, oh, no, that, was, that wasn't lighthearted. The, the guy ended up um, finding some um, half-siblings that he'd never met before. He sort of from that went out to try and find the these other, other <laughs> not kids anymore, obviously grown adults, but relatives of his. Was it, this was in the States, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. surprising. <laughs> Take a wild guess and say the South. Deep South. <laughs> Uh, another ridiculous story I saw I thought you might not enjoy but have have an opinion on <laughs> um, there, there was a couple who were holidaying in Tanzania I think that's west coast of Africa I want to say um, but they were staying in this cool um, cabin that's like a half submerged so there's a room below where you actually have windows out into the ocean right so it's a pretty neat setup. this resort and um the, the woman was just chilling out in the room and all of a sudden her boyfriend's like swam down to the window. He's like, oh, what's going on here? Dude's like putting up a, a marriage proposal, right? Busts the question on the glass. He's like digging around in his board shorts, pulls out... His dick? The ring. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you did your proposal, Dave, but box with the ring. <laughs> um, and she's like flipping out. He's like, ah, you know. Only problem is... Shark ate him. Well, it's a mystery. Old mate never made it back to the surface. What? They later recovered his sort of drowned body. He he got the proposal out. Got all that done. Looked like he went to swim up to the surface. Got the bends. She's gone up there. No sign of him. You know, a little bit later, these fishermen pull him out of the water. Glonskis. What if he got um, decompression sickness? Yeah, apparently it was only like, uh, what was it, like four metres down? That's enough. But he's only held his breath, so he's only been down there for half a minute. Still, it doesn't matter, man. You don't, you don't get the bends in half a minute. You gotta yeah, be, you gotta that's, be, that's not how it works. You've got to go down 10 metres to get the bends, man. Anyway, old mate... When was the last time you went diving? You um, can get it, you can get it, it doesn't matter. You can, anyway, old mate, fucking Gornskis. Like... Immediately after doing the proposal. Oh. Oh, we dodged a bullet then, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Weddings are expensive. That's all I'm saying. I was going to ask you. <laughs> I was going to ask you for your proposal stories, but... Stories. I like the way you put stories. <laughs> I'm not going there. You obviously survived it each time. That's a good sign. Yeah, maybe I should have done it on the water. Well, evidently, it's a bad move. But I mean, this is kind of the discussion... Um, after the article was people were saying why why try and do something so you know elaborate or you know grand gesture why don't you just get it done man just whatever happened to getting down on one knee do it old school yeah it's um, you know people just millennials it's, yeah. it's, I'm just going back to that they've just got to do something too flashy these days and it's so so it looks good on social media yeah I think there's an element of truth of that I think there's people doing a lot of dumb shit for that reason yeah hey actually that reminds me when you did your did your year twelve like finished year twelve yeah did you have like a graduation ceremony? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty sure there was something, but it wasn't like gowns and cape 
like caps and shit. And they, you didn't have like a full on <clears throat> dance routine for the whole school to watch. Nah, but, dude. Yeah. So, okay. It was East Narrow, mate. There's only 10 of us. So, <laughs> obviously, I follow Bomberry High School because my son's at Bomberry High School. And the year 12 oh God, okay. did their, did their uh, graduation and they're all got their university boards on and their gowns. And they've got this whole routine set up where they're in. It's fucking bullshit. I watched it and I was like, seriously, if that was. If I was there for my kids' graduation and that shit happened, I'd walk out. I'd just get up and walk out because it was embarrassing to fucking watch. Hang on, so they weren't very good? Or just the, the fact that. The teachers were doing it as well. Ah, you've been killed, Joe. I'm just going to leave. <clears throat> our, our kids did the gowns and caps like the mortarboards when they graduated from bloody preschool it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> no it was fun it was... It's, it's fucking ridiculous it's ridiculous because it's supposed to be <laughs> for fucking university you're and the, that's where it should stay you're the Grinch no I'm not the Grinch it's fucking stupid it's fucking <laughs> ridiculous is what it is why Why even celebrate anything it's not about celebrating anything cancel birthdays it's not fucking uni you haven't just got a fucking doctorate or a degree shoot the Easter bunny Every, anybody can fucking finish year 12 Jesus you, know, you haven't done anything you haven't accomplished anything <laughs> that's, that's how you uh, welcome the youth into the world you ain't shit <laughs> well let's be let's be truthful once they've left high school and they go into the workforce they ain't shit what, what would it take for a, an 18 year old to impress you what, uh, what would they have to do before you would not begrudge say, them? Say please and thank you. <laughs> Use manners. <laughs> say something. Yeah, just fucking courtesy and manners would be... I'd, I'd be slightly impressed at that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Uh, I watched someone in the shops today. She's like, asked for the money. Didn't say please. Just said, that's 36 whatever. Yep. The woman hands her the money and then she goes, oh, have you got the 30 cents? Or whatever it was. And goes, oh, yeah, I'll just get it for you. She gives it to her. Nothing. No thanks, no nothing. And then mm. she just she just goes, here's your receipt. Have a nice day. And I'm like, you should where's say, your fucking thanks? should say thank you for the change there. Cause they've... You should have said thank you anyway. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what Definitely. else annoys me, actually? Now we're saying pronunciations in this. When somebody goes, oh, that'll be $5, thanks. It's not thanks until they've given it to you. It's $5, please. Then thanks. I don't care about that, Dave. Uh, <clears throat> You're splitting hairs now. I'm not splitting hairs. I'm just saying, just do shit properly. Fuck. Mm. If you're going to do something, do it properly. Don't do a fucking half ass version of it. Yeah, you just said that that's what you do for the lawn, dude. No, I didn't. I said I'd do it properly. I just you smash it, it out. I smash it out because I don't want to be out there for fucking five hours doing it. I can still do the same job in two hours. Patchy. No, it's not. Go and have a look. It's fucking perfect. You said you like chop eight tenths of it. That ain't right. Well, because it needs to be the same level as the rest of the fucking grass. It's just this, like, this one little patch of the grass. It's, it's. I don't know. It's weird. Like one pat, one patch of it grows like a fucking rainforest, and the rest of it doesn't do anything. Maybe there's a dead body buried there. You've got extra nutrients. Oh, whatever. You can go yeah. for a go for a dig. Yeah, maybe I should do a bit of an archaeology dig up. Yeah, it's probably just a, spot, a basin where some water collects or something. It's the lowest part of the garden. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's all sand based around here as well so it's hard to get anything to grow I'm surprised if fucking anything's grown around here yeah well I mean everyone's on water restrictions now I haven't I don't, I don't water my grass anyway no it's pointless if I don't like mowing the lawn why the fuck would I feed it <laughs> encourage, to make it encourage the bastard I'm like I don't care if this shit dies I don't fucking have to mow it yeah, sabotage. 
Yeah, drought time. <laughs> Go out there with fucking roundup. Fuck you, grass. <laughs> um, Draw that with dust bowl outside. Guy, guy, um, we work with was saying that his wife got hassled by the council this week. Yeah, someone had dobbed them in for um, water incorrect water usage. Yeah, only problem was they've actually been using just a drip irrigation, but it's all from rainwater. They've got their own tank. Yeah. And the council's like, oh, okay, that's that's cool, but if there's a complaint, we have to act on it. No, they don't. This is what the dickhead from the council was saying. I'd tell them to fuck off because it's got nothing <coughs> to do with them. Yeah, it's like she went off because it's ridiculous. Yeah. They're, they're, going, they're going to more effort than most people are. They're actually you know, collecting rainwater and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And still some dickhead's complaining about it. So the funny thing about that is, not that long ago, I went to the council to find out about water restrictions and mm. all the rest of it. And they said to me, two different departments. It's got nothing to do with us. You need to speak to Sydney Water. We have nothing to do with the water. Oh, sorry. I fucked up. It was actually Sydney Water. It wasn't oh, the that, council. Yeah, I was going to say. Cause sorry. Um, well, in that case. But yeah, their, their, posi- their position was... Um, you have to prove that the complaint's inaccurate. It's like... You don't have to prove shit. Completely ass backwards, man. Yeah, well, good They're luck. Like, take, take me to court, motherfucker. Well, that's it. They said, we'll issue the fine, but then you have to supply evidence that you weren't doing the wrong thing. It's like, who thought up this bullshit? It doesn't work like that. Which which country are they fucking living in? In my... In my it's a free country! In my fucking dictatorship? No, they're not <laughs> living there. But it just seemed to me like one of those issues that... Fuck, this day and age, people don't talk to each other. Just talk to them and say, oh, what's what's the go with that water? I noticed you're using that water. You know, we're under water restriction. They could have went, oh, it's okay. It's it's from a rainwater tank. Problem solved. You know what I'd do if someone come and ask me about where I'm using my water from? I'd fucking spray them in the face with a hose and go, mind your business, <laughs> cunt. Fuck off. <laughs> For real? Yeah, fuck off. Oh, you fucking man. pay my fucking rates, motherfucker. No wonder you're fucking you- asking me what I'm, where I'm getting my fucking water from. No, uh, no, I didn't say... Ask someone where they're getting their water from to say, I notice you're watering your garden. Do you know we're under water restrictions? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Would you? Yeah. Uh, well, they'd, they'd still get a harsh something or other in it. <sighs> you got problems. I, I noticed you're a fuckwit. Have you, have you thought about fucking off would probably be some sort of... <laughs> no wonder you don't care about climate change. I do care about climate change. I don't use the water. I'm not <laughs> you just said, fuck you, I pay my rates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if some doesn't entitle you to waste water, motherfucker came oh in and stuck his nose in my fucking business. That would be the. Now imagine your outrage if someone made that allegation, and in fact you were using rainwater. Well, That's see, why she was filthy. The funny thing about that is, Al, I do the same thing. I use rainwater. I don't actually feed my plants or anything, but I've got a little pond out the back with fish fish in it, and we'd only fill it up from the rainwater tank. Right. Nothing else. Yeah. So I'm saying. I think that situation could have been avoided. You don't have to invite. You don't have to snitch on somebody. Call the water cops when you just ask somebody. Look, I I don't mind the snitching to a lot of things. No, but hear me out. I haven't got a problem with that. What I've got a problem with is the bullshit of oh well, it's up to you to prove that that fucking no no it don't work like that. That's not how this is what they're saying, man. Well, fucking good luck. That's not how the criminal system works, mate. Well, it's not criminal. If you issue the fine and yet you have to go to court, it's up to that person to prove that you are guilty, not the other way round. To me, it sounds like Sydney Water being lazy more than anything. Oh, it's like well, we're not going to come out and check it. (laughs) It's like what? Well, I suggest you do because I'll stick that fine up my ass. 
yeah. and then shit it back out and send it back. I don't think they're getting a fine. I think she gave them a pretty solid piece of her mind. Yeah. Well, good on her. I would have done the same thing. Man, it's just... People just get that little little rush of power. You know, bureaucracy goes mad. Yeah. I mean, I, I must admit, sometimes I've walked down the street and there's a bloke down the road and he's always got fucking sprinklers going and half the time the sprinklers all over the fucking driveway. Right. And it shits me because I'm just like... Fucking idiot. Or you see dumbasses out there fucking hosing their driveway down. Oh, yeah. And you're like, can't you use a brush, you lazy it's fuck? Fucked, it's fucked, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, you'll get a blower. Like, fucking, what have you got to hose the fucking driveway down in the middle of the fucking day? With a, literally a hose with no end on it. And they're just like, dude, where we grew up, there was a guy in our cul de sac who used to like vacuum his lawn. His, his, That's yard, dedication. his yard was so speak and span, but. He, he, would ho- he would hose down his big driveway, then hose the gutter out in front of his house, hose the shit down to the, in front of the next door neighbor's house, and then leave it there. <laughs> well, So he'd clean out his gutters. Yeah, yeah. I, and just leave shit in front of other people's houses. So after I've mowed the lawn, I get my blower out and I blow the driveway down. Yeah. I blow it out onto the street and straight across in front of my fucking neighbor's oh, front gun. You guys are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Yeah, but at least I'm not using the fucking the hose. We're saving water, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing doing the right thing for the environment. Petrol powered leaf blower. <laughs> it's not petrol, it's electric. Rechargeable from, battery power. From coal fired power oh, stations. Fucking whatever, mate. Fucking little starving African kids and, and you're, you're out here blowing down a driveway. <sighs> fucking hell. <laughs> little Biafran children covered in flies. You fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're having a crack at me and fucking driving around in a fucking Evo. That that runs on, on whale tears. Yeah. I'll have you know. No. Fucking <laughs> runs on baby whales, I think. <laughs> oh, man. I just glancing at your desk and I notice you've got this phone here that's got a bit of a chip in the corner. Yeah, it's not, that was not my phone, actually. But anyway, yeah. I think everyone's just got... I'm not saying... I'm, just by way of example, I know it's not you, but everyone's kind of got the one mate who's always got the fucked up phone. There's always some dude that's just always somehow smashed his smartphone. The screen's always fucked up or there's like a chunk out of it. No matter what. That could be a brand new phone. Yeah, I, I, It's a bit like that pig pen character from Peanuts where he's just always a fucking mess. That's the, that's the phone for these people. They I just never look after it. Just no, always no, abuse I've, it. It's, I'm, I know I'm, I feel like I'm bashing on young people, but it seems to be young people that a bit like that. They're just like, oh, fuck it. I just broke it. Who gives a fuck? It's like... Yeah, someone else's fucking thousand dollar phone, and you just yeah. Someone else's someone else has given the phone or bought it bought it for them. But I will say one thing: I, I gave my son, who's only just turned thirteen, an iPhone, and he's full respect. I said to him, "You're not using that phone until we go out and get a proper protective case for it, and one that protects the screen." Sure. And he's been really good with it. Never hasn't broken it, hasn't dropped it. He's so I won't bash young people too much. No, but I reckon if you get if you're at the pub and there was like a group of four dudes. And you bail them up. There's always going to be one that's got. Who's, the, who's the fucked up phone guy? Do you reckon he's the same bloke <laughs> that his desks a fucking shit fight? Just a tip. Yeah. He's, he's always a fucking unorganized mess. Yeah. Turns up late to everything. Yeah. But like, doesn't change his undies. That kind of person. If he wasn't married, he'd no, probably wear the same clothes for a whole week and stink of bo. No undies is extreme, but perhaps. Definitely that type of character. Yeah. <laughs> just a grub yeah I wonder if you like extend that prejudice to like if someone was in a job interview 
You saw they had a smashed up phone. Chopped. <laughs> Probably. <coughs> I don't think I'd chop them, but I'd be just like, how long has that been broken for? Is this relevant to the interview? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. If you just accidentally broke it and you're going to fix it straight away and then that's it, it's the first time you've ever broken a phone, put up with that. Oh, I always break my phones. Oh, well, you don't care about your shit. You definitely ain't going to care about my shit. So you ain't got no yeah. job. That shit's getting crazy now, though. Like, phones coming out now, they're like two grand. Oh, it's fucking mental. Straight up, 2G. Which phone's two grand? Like the new Samsung Note 11, I think. The new it's, iPhone 11s. That's not the one, like the foldy note thing, is it? Nah, well, they still haven't even fully released that thing because they can't. It keeps breaking or something. Isn't it? Of course it keeps breaking. It's the <laughs> stupidest <laughs> idea in the world. Let's have a glass screen that folds in half. Oh. <laughs> they just made it out of glad wrap. That'd be better. How, how hard do you think their engineering team drinks every night? Just like, fuck. <laughs> this job's balls. They either drink a lot or they fucking smoke a lot thinking that they can <laughs> fucking make a folding she was glass screen. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah, two grand, man, for something that you can drop in a toilet. Fuck. It's My ex-wife did that. Dropped a phone in the toilet. Yeah. Like, I've, at I've the a... fucking shopping centre. I'll, I'll, I'll admit to putting my phone through the washing machine. Left it in the pocket of my trousers. You're just as bad as everyone that smashed the fucking phone. No, but this no, is... No, no, the... you are. <laughs> so I I made an effort to repair that phone, put a new battery in it and all that sort of stuff. And the Wi-Fi didn't work anymore. Now, technically, I could have kept on using that phone, but I was like, there's no way to live. <laughs> well, a smartphone without Wi-Fi is basically useless. Okay. No, I mean, in terms of like, you know, data usage and all that sort of stuff. This was years ago as well, mind you. Well, when you can only get like a 200 meg limit on your phone. The olden days. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> Back when you had to have a Nokia 5110. But yeah, if you, were, if you were the fucked up phone guy, you'd be like, you'd shrug and go, oh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, it'll be right. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, no good. Got a new phone. So I admit I fucked up, but yeah. I set it straight. You know what I mean? I've, I don't think I've ever broken phone, dropped one in the water, nothing. Yeah, so... The thought of, yeah, having a phone that expensive, like, jeez. I mean, I was, I mean, mine looks like it's got a broken screen, but that's because the screen protector is the thing that's a little bit broken. It's taking the hit. Yeah, I always make sure it's got a screen protector, and the case I've got sits up, uh, lock it up from the screen, yeah. so if it does a face plant, it's protected by the... I'm pretty protection. sure for Apple accessories, um, they force them to make sure they have that lip. I think there's like a minimum... Thing for what have. genuine Apple accessories you mean? Yeah. Or approved Apple accessories. Obviously, you're always going to have bootleg shit, but that's the general guidelines they use. Because yeah, I know some of the shitty ones you get down at the fucking phone exchange or whatever they call them, these ones in the middle of the mall, yeah. they're crap. My experience with those, every single last one of them are crooks. Yeah. Bother dealing with them again. No. Well, I always get the quad lock for my phone. That's the job. A little bit of a plug there for quad lock. Buy quad lock now. Oh, no, they're good because you get your little thing. You can put it on your handlebar of your motorbike or... Yeah, um, and they just they protect the phone. Like, I've never had a broken phone when I've had them. They're a bit chunky, but they're right. I think the ones that protect your phone the best are usually a bit chunkier. I actually sometimes have that as like a an occasional delight. You pop the phone out of the case and use it naked. It's like a... Like you feel like you've just had a new phone. It's like a na- naughty... Ooh, look, I've got a mini phone. A naughty little interlude. <laughs> yeah, I did that, and then I dropped my fucking phone. I was like, Ooh, no. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't break it. I was like, no, nah, that's going back in the case. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's the same as, like, um, if your missus gets a new hairstyle, 
It's like, no, nah, nah. you woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Fuck off you. You've never thought that. No, I've never liked it. It's just like, oh, no, no, no. I don't, li- I don't like change. I don't like change. I like things the way the normal way. It's so boring. Well, if you like someone the way they are, there's nothing wrong with that. So no, no dress up or role play? Never need to. <laughs> I've never been married long enough to have to worry about it. <laughs> Oh, you'll get there one day. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been having a bit of a laugh actually talking about relationships. Catherine and I have been having a little bit of a laugh. Mm -hmm. She came into the room this week sometime with with her daughter. Um, She's like four or five months old now. The wee baby. And um, she goes, oh, look, here's daddy. And I'm just like, where? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that little bit of a joke like, oh, I'm, I'm not a dad, you know, sort of bit of a piss take sort of thing and and um so it's been ongoing all week just a bit of a joke and uh, somebody said <laughs> what did it go too far no no, no. <laughs> so now now <laughs> Catherine's calling me uncle dave instead of <laughs> to the baby instead of daddy and um it was fucking funny we were doing the final inspection of the workshop today for the handover of the business oh, yeah. and the real estate agent goes oh geez she looks like a dad and i just went oh have you met him have you <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what the fuck she ain't in on the joke <laughs> she didn't know what to say where to look and Catherine's just like oh yeah that's that's Uncle Dave and she's like <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez right so the the red hair's not your fault then oh, I don't care I don't mind the red hair I like it well obviously I like it because she's my second red headed wife that's right, you really don't like things to change. Oh! <laughs> Do you know my wife listens to this? I'm going to get slapped down when she is this one. I'm sure she already knew. Yeah, probably. Actually, it's funny. I like, I said to her the other day, we were driving down the street, and I said, oh, geez, you need to go and get out in the sun. And she's mm-hmm. like, why? And I said, oh, because all your freckles have lightened up, and I really like freckles. And she's like, really? And I'm just like, can't you have figured that one out by now? <laughs> <laughs> so that's your beauty tip. More UV exposure. Yeah, probably not good, though, is it? <laughs> well, I mean... Full disclosure, I guess my my dad is a redhead as well. Yeah. It's pretty much all white now though, but it lives on. I've got the the red in the beard. It's not too red. In the right light, it it goes pretty... In red light. (laughs) I'm trying to be sympathetic to the cause here, Dave. You're just trying to to me too yourself, aren't you? (laughs) What, get in on the action? Yeah. Well... That's that's the that's the uh, capitalist dream, isn't it? Is Start it? a a shonky charity and embezzle all the cash for yourself. Oh, talking about shonky charities, shonky charities and embezzling money. Mm-hmm. We were talking last week or the week before about lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I actually had a bit of a win on the lottery. Thirty one dollars and sixty cents. Money, money. <laughs> that's that's a full tray of Krispy Kreme Golden Gate Time donuts. No, it's not. Fuck, that's sad. Can't even get. Oh a, yeah, no. Uh, I don't a, know. I you get a dozen. If you get a dozen, you might get six. I don't know. I can't remember how much. I haven't bought this gold. I haven't bought Krispy Kreme donuts in fucking ages. The the one fifty was split three ways, wasn't it? Yeah, apparently so. And they've only just found like only just like today, I think, found the last fifty million winner. <laughs> Bit of a delayed reaction, eh? Yeah. Well, I, that's why I went and checked mine today because I thought, oh, maybe it was me. So, yeah. Just a few million short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only, only a fair bit shy oh congrats to the lucky winners yeah would have been nice hope they don't blow it 
Well, they got to blow half of it, remember? That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> what if you only win like two million, though? Do you still blow half of it? No, it's not enough. I'd still have to do something stupid and reckless. Our, our accountant always says that two million is like the, the magic number. If you've got two million sort of saved or invested, you pretty much, that's enough to replace a, a normal salary. You can pretty much put up your boots. Yeah, I think he's dreaming. I think it's more these days. I'm not an accountant. How the fuck do I know? Well, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't take five. I ain't got $2 million, so it's not a problem. <laughs> well, that's probably probably a good start to get you $2 million. They say the first million is always the hardest. And, okay, is there any more to that? What's the other joke? What's the quickest way to become a millionaire? Get a million dollars. I don't know. I start off a billionaire and buy a yacht. Oh, yeah, boats are money pits, man. That's what the joke's about. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when my dad had a boat. The thing was cost a fucking fortune. What sort of boat was it? It's just an old like Savage Pacific, like a fiberglass half cabin thing, seventeen and a half footer. Right, so like a little fishing boat thing. Yeah, come on, I mean, it had a it had a fucking ginormous motor on the back of it though. Sounds about right. Uh, but um, yeah, like fucking. It's always he, something with them. He bought it and then like a couple... Something always needs fixing. Took it out on the river and then the thing near sank on the fucking Shoei River. <laughs> so got it out of the water and took it to the boat place and they're like, oh yeah, your transom, your whole fucking arse end of your boat's rotted out. So I had to replace the whole transom mm. and then got it back in the water and dad fucking chomps it through some fucking bit that he's not supposed to drive through and fucking smashed the gearbox clean open in the fu- on a rocket. Oh. And there was another two grand for a fucking gearbox. Brutal. So that was the bye-bye boat after that. Short but sweet, eh? Yeah. Anyway. Dad's doubled a couple of times with little mini catamarans. And even those things are just as bad. It's always something going wrong with them. Yeah, boats, man. They're a fucking bit of a... Like, it's a good, nice idea. It's good, man. We're getting into, like, financial advice now. Well, you know... Our, our credentials probably aren't that solid, but... No, but you know, you know what I'm... <laughs> possibly going to uni to do don't you maritime law no accounting <laughs> oh okay yeah so i've applied to university of wollongong to do uh a... well there you, you can ask the uh the lecturer on day one is two million enough mate <laughs> or should i buy a boat <laughs> no boats <laughs> yeah so anyway I've applied to a couple of unis see what comes back of that so, I, I i think my preference would be going to wollongong uni makes sense otherwise it'll be online Anyway. Yeah. Oh, cool. Huh? Yeah. So, we I, we never did a, a race report from the weekend. Don't want to blow my own trumpet or anything, but I beat Troy Bellis. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the meat of the story. Oh, well, the meat of the story is, I technically, I beat Troy Bellis on one race, but it's only because he didn't finish. But Never asked you what happened to him, do you know? No, I think, he, well... Stacked it or...? No, 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 he just went in the garret, went in the pits. The fucked up thing about it is, and this is where it's really fucked up, I, I'm above him in the, in the sheet. I've got the sheet here. I actually printed it off and kept sure. it. <laughs> so I, I'm, but he still completed more laps than me. <laughs> Even though he didn't finish the race. Yeah, so he lapped me twice, then went into the pits, and then it got red flagged. Oof. I was still out there, so I still got to finish. He didn't. <laughs> well, technical, still good enough. So there's not many people on the planet that can say they beat Troy Bellis in a, in a race. But I'm one of them. Yeah. Treasure that moment. Yeah. So anyway, I came fourth overall in D-grade. So. Pretty solid effort for your uh, 
first season. No, that was just on the day on that day's racing. I, they haven't had the results come out. Oh, yet. sorry, I thought you meant the overall. No, the results haven't come out yet. But there was a couple of guys that uh, fucking cover gutter that weekend, man. Fuck. One guy, one of the people that I've been racing with all year, Scott, who's he uh, did the practice start at qualifying and mm. uh, flipped his bike. Oh, like gunned it too hard. Well, I don't know what happened. I saw the video footage of it. It was kind of weird because he took off really well and then. Got sort of, I don't know, a good 100 metres up the road and then banged it in a second and then it just fucking, woof, next thing you know, the bike's gone one way, he's gone the other. Shit. Completely spat him off the back. It was only a 600, like, it wasn't a big bike. He was all right. Uh, broke his nose. His nose? Yeah, the his fucking nose was spread all over his face and he's got, um, like, big fuck-off purple bruise all down one side of him and his fingers looked like they might have been a bit broken, but... A bit broken. Well, he went and got an x-ray. They, didn't, they actually weren't broken, apparently, but they looked fucked up. But um, he, Look, he was all right. His bike was fucking munted, though. His bike, it snapped the forks. Jesus. Um, smashed the front wheel like it literally shattered the front wheel. Bike's totaled. Good night. Yeah. Completely fucking. Cause From it a did breakfast the, start. Did the old, oh, he would have been fucking cooking a good hundred and something odd k's an hour, and the bike just started doing end-over-ends. Oh, man. So that, that obviously... Um, Ended his weekend, and he was moving to Perth on Monday, so that was a good start for him. But um, one one less thing to take. No, he wanted to, he took it with him. We had nowhere to put it. I was going to say, oh mate, straight in a skip, buy it for spares or whatever. But I was like, oh, fuck it, I don't want. It. Anyway, um, yeah, some other guy, some other guy, fucking. Um, so there's a guy that races with us that's only got one and a half legs. So his leg, he's lost his leg from his lock, sort of above his knee down. Yep. And he races with us, and he's fucking fast. And I don't know whether it's because he's got that advantage of just a little bit less weight, or <laughs> <laughs> and even no, I'm joking. He, but he's fucking quick. Um, anyway, it's funny because you see him scooting around in a fucking wheelchair. All right? Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he had a stack, and uh, broke his collarbone, which is not good when you live on crutches. That would be tough going. Yeah. So he, he was in a bit of. That's why they red flag. That's actually why they red flag that race. That, right. right. Um, uh, but another guy on the 600 race decided, well, I don't know exactly what happened. I can only go off of other people's stories. But apparently him and the bike went straight over the fucking tire wall. And uh, <laughs> it, I don't know what ended up with that. What one was that on? Turn two. Really? Okay. Yeah, so I think he kind of spat off into the grass, didn't touch the, didn't know what to do, and just straight into the fucking tire wall. And over he goes with his bike. and Scheiser. Uh, yeah, well, they stopped racing for a good two and a half, three hours, and the helicopter come in, two ambulances, police. Holy shit. Yeah, so, yeah, hopefully he's all right, but fucking, yeah, didn't look good. I thought they were going to abandon racing for the day, because it, yeah, it was stopped for quite a long time. Pretty messed up, man. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> How's that getting back on the bike after seeing shit like that happen? Well, I didn't see it, so... Not a care in the world. <laughs> no, it's not that. No, honestly, it does play on the back, and that's probably why I'm always fucking slow as and getting beaten because it's always on the back of my mind. Sounds pretty natural to me. Um, yeah, it just it does bother me. You need to be a good fifteen years younger, where you think you're invincible still. Yeah, or slightly brain dead. Well, I think we've had this conversation before. So anyway, I got some. I got a nice photo of um, 
Troy Bayliss and me actually going around the corner together on the track. Yeah, I saw the shot. It's pretty good, actually. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I've got another one here that's on my computer of me pulling a mad fucking power wheelie. So, <laughs> but uh, interestingly enough, I've got to get the footage off my GoPro but, um, during uh, like the warm-up lap. Uh, Mike Jones, who's the current Australian Superbike um, leading the championship, he was racing in our group, mm-hmm. and um, I've got a fucking wicked bit of footage. I'm sure it's wicked. He c- comes out of a corner and comes past me just out of the corner and just pulls this fucking huge wheelie all the way down the back straight. And as he's gone past me, I've fucking gunned it, and I've stuck right behind him, all the way behind him with his, his, oh, doing cool. this fucking sick wheelie. And when he got down the end of the straight, front wheel comes down, big puff of smoke comes off the front wheel. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so um, I'll have to get that footage up on uh, Facebook and tag him in it, Mad Mike Jones. Very good. Yeah, no, it was a good weekend. Had fun. It actually reinvigorated and re-sparked my passion for for motorcycle racing again. So I was, had a bit of a downer down at Phillip Island, but mm. I enjoyed that one. Next steps to get out on that KDM, I reckon. Yeah, well, I mean, now the business is gone. As of Monday, <coughs> I'll have a bit of free time, so I'll uh, get down there and finish building it and get my ass to Wakefield and do a few lap, laps on that. And Very cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. Well, if we're going to wrap up with tuning horns, freaking... Last weekend was the baseball grand final. Oh yeah, for the Cardinal Four Cs. Yep, brought it home nine to six. Ew. How many did you score? Any of those points? Uh, I got. I think it was two RBIs, and I ran one in myself. RBIs when you hit it well enough that other runners come around and yep. score a run. Cool. And uh, yeah, whole bunch of outs. I was playing first base. Right. We even got a double play in the last innings. It was pretty pro. Yeah. It's good, man. Boys were pumped. Fair enough. Got Sounds the, good. Got the big prezzo in a couple of weeks. Yeah, where's that at? Uh, down at Fig Tree at uh, Red Dog on the Green. Okay, yeah. Sinks and piss. Fair enough. <laughs> is that like a just a your club sort of presentation thing, is it? Yeah, the whole club prezzo. Yep. Uh, it was... Which week wins that on? Uh, I forget the exact date, but it's in a couple of weeks, I think. It's not, not on Oktoberfest night, is it? Uh, no, no, the weekend before, I think. Anyway, pretty cool. That's my... Congratulations. First first title as a baseballer. Yeah. And uh, pretty good, considering we were a bit of a ragtag team. We are kind of a little bit like the, the leftovers. Yeah. Leftover from the other teams. <laughs> Fair enough. But managed to pull it together. Yeah, right. So I, I did mention to you that I was, might be interested in coming and having a crack next year. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's pretty cool. It's... um. Different from basketball, I'm thinking about, I guess, your past with some unlucky injuries. There's <laughs> not very much, it's not very much a contact sport, of course. Um, so you can kind of avoid trouble that way. Fair enough. But is, I, it, is anybody in your team like done the whole, I've seen it on TV where they start like kicking dirt when they're arguing with the umpire? No one argues with the umpire, man. Okay, fair enough. I just wondered. <laughs> I thought that was pathetic. Like, I don't, why, why are you TV, kicking yeah. fucking dirt? You ain't going to get anywhere with that. It's, I think it's one of those weird sports where it's been around for such a long time. There's kind of like weird little traditions almost, I guess. Because I remember an episode of Sopranos when Sil did it when they were, the girls were playing soccer. He's run onto the field and he starts doing, <laughs> doing the whole kicking dirt thing. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? Like, like maybe it's the gravest insult you can put on an umpire without actually having grounds to get ejected from the game. Yeah, well, I guess it's better than abusing the shit out of them. Yeah, probably. Just kick a bit of dirt. <laughs> but uh, I think I think there's a psychological uh, edge that got us the win. Yeah. We uh, 
started off pretty strongly, but the other team did get discouraged. They were having a bit of a whinge about the different umpire calls and all that sort of stuff. And I think when that happens and you sort of, I guess from there, you've got two options. You can bounce back or you can just completely drop your bundle and that's and they, it. They drop their bundle? Pretty much, I reckon. Fair enough. Yeah, but it was a good contest. It's been a good season. Like The teams have been pretty evenly matched, so I think everyone's had a good fun, bit of fun. Yeah. And in the end, I think it was us and the three Bs were the only two teams that won a, won a title this year for the club, so yeah. I expect to be showered in glory. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really was fun I'm looking forward to the summer actually both the kids are playing baseball again so are you are not playing in the summer? they they don't really um, I think there's a comp that runs out of Sydney or you can do a bit of softball if you can so what, what are you going to do during summer? I'll just stick with basketball I think alright that'll be alright we should uh, go and have a hit out of golf or something yeah let's chat to the boys at work there's a like a, a work golf function on in November, yeah, playing Ambrose, we actually do need a fourth. I mean, yeah, I think we'll be a pretty, uh, pretty uh, average team, man. No, who cares? Just go for the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> Ambrose, you got half a chance. Yeah. Well, if you need a fourth, just let me know. I'll, cool. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll see if the boss will give us the day off work. It's all. all... Aren't you the boss? Well, everyone's got a boss, man. Just, just. Oh no, I'm not going to encourage that. <laughs> just do it. Ringing sick. <laughs> no, no, that's bullshit. no. Uh, my my boss is. If pretty... it's a work function thing, though, you should be right. Well, work in the sense that it's being organised with people at work, but it's like a full day away from the office. I, I remember, I was talking to Catherine actually about this this week. I remember mm. doing a golf day with work and it was a proper work thing like oh, we took customers did. yeah 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 and it was just a like glorified piss up so I love that because that's like almost like the stereotypical thing that people imagine I guess with like a a, a a corporate golf game where it's like you take the clients out you're trying to schmooze all that sort of stuff but in reality it's just who's necking the most beers oh yeah mate I got fucking hammered <laughs> I couldn't even talk by the end of it but I remember the funniest thing one of the customers that was there he had shaved legs and it would, obviously everyone's wearing shorts because it was summer. Yeah. And it was probably about an hour into this golf game and I'm just looking at him and like nobody was talking. Like they were just concentrating on their game. Everyone had a cup of beers and I just was like, hey, when you shave your legs, do you shave your vagina as well? <laughs> oh. Just out of nowhere. And like... Well, here we go. We're back, back to sledging again. <laughs> I just... <laughs> And I, I just went, I thought, I'm just going to fucking say it. So I said it. <laughs> I thought this is going to go either one or two ways. And he just started <laughs> fucking pissing himself laughing. Yeah. And then one of my other, my, my actual boss that was there, he was fucking like rolling on the floor. He couldn't control it. He was crying. <laughs> he was laughing that much. Everyone else was pissing themselves laughing. And my boss even said to me, I can't fucking believe you said that. And it just came out of absolutely fucking nowhere. And that's how you made vice president. Yeah. No, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I remember that I was that pissed at the end of that day. I went home. Somebody drove me home and I went to bed and I was still wearing my golf shoes with my spikes in, in bed. the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, I remember a kid in high school, a mate of ours. Um, he, he came to school one time and half the hair was missing from his legs, like from the knees down. <laughs> 
it was really bizarre and it wasn't like completely gone it was like still a little bit patchy but you could tell something had happened yeah and I'm like the fuck happened to your legs man and he was a bit sheepish at first but then he explained that he'd been wearing gum boots that were wet inside <laughs> and it pulled all his hair and out it rubbed all the hair <laughs> off he just looked like a mangy cat <laughs> like a stray dog or something you wear fucking socks or something in those gum well, boots well man like next day he just went all in he just shaved them shaved it all off fair enough and went fuck it because yeah it just looked just weird with like half and half like that yeah I think I think most dudes that do that sort of stuff it's the uh, the cycling isn't it this bloke didn't cycle there's a lot of people that do it now that are just doing it because it seems to be a fashion thing yeah I'm no fashionista Dave I can't no, I, can't comment my legs are staying hairy we could be bothered right I mean, that's half the reason why I have a beard is like, who wants to shave? <laughs> well, I've been thinking about that now, not working. I was like, oh, just gonna go. <laughs> do a full bum. Yeah, give it a shot, man. I don't think I could grow a beard. I think it'd just be a patchy mess. Right now until you try. Yeah. Well, it's not even trying though, is it? That's the thing. This is the argument. Exactly. <laughs> this is the argument I had with Josh because Josh said, oh, geez, I've got to give someone a bit of a nod when they've got a good beard, like good effort and everything. I'm like, No. No, there's no effort. That's the whole point just, of it. Just roll, roll like, the dice. The longer your beard is, the less effort you've put into it. Like the shorter it is, at least you put a bit of effort into grooming it. And well, if you don't have a beard at all, you put even more effort into shaving all the time. I definitely think there's truth to that. But you can also spot the difference between a long beard that's just bush ranger living under a bridge. Or someone, someone who is <laughs> well, actually do we not gro- grooming it a little bit? I think we both know somebody that's got the full bush ranger setup going on, don't we? Who, Marty? Uh, he's cut it. When? Uh probably about a month or two ago. Oh, fair enough. Because yeah, he he was definitely fucking Ned Kelly in it up. He was. Yeah, it it was pretty pretty impressive actually. Oh, once again, he cleaned it up. Yeah, right. Cleaned oh, good on him. Yeah. I don't know if he gave me a specific reason, but yeah, that was fine. It wasn't like the full shave off. It just... Just a trim. Cleaned it up, yeah. Yeah. You got to, I think. Some stage, you know. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you, people are starting to ask if you're homeless or you, you want that spare change, it's probably time to, <laughs> time to change your beard. <laughs> so, how long have you been a tramp? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dude, well... I think that's more solid gold in the can. Yep. <laughs> Episode 14. Done. Fucking good run, man. <laughs>